Hello, Not About Us family and friends, welcome. Um, got a conversation going today. Today is August 9th of 2022, I think. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> um, just in case that matters to you. Um, or if we need to talk about something that's currently happening now and you want to kind of know when that was. But anyway, uh, just a candid, we, once again, we're not prepared. It'll just be what's on our hearts or what the Spirit has for us. But uh, as always, I'm Brad. And I'm Scott. And this is not about us. Hey, so, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get this started because, like I said, I don't got nothing uh, ready or rehearsed. Um, so if there is going to be something here today of importance, it's going to come from who this is always all about anyway. So absolutely, Scott, if you would do us, uh, if you would get us started and invite him in and, and let him know that we're doing this for him. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yahweh God. Thank you. Oh, Yahweh God. I just, I thank you and I praise you. Hallelujah. You are Yahweh God Almighty. Yes. The one and only, the ruler of the universe. Yes. Lord of creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you and we praise you so much for just loving us and caring about us even when we hated you. Even those times where we're running from you you are still seeking and loving us. Yes. And I thank you so much for that. I thank you so much, Yahweh God. Right now, we just offer this up to you. We just, we just let you have your way today. I have no idea what's coming. Uh, I have no idea what's going to happen or, or, or who it's for. But you do. So I just say, this is not about us. You have your will. Let your will be done today. Yes. In Yahweh, Yeshua's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Scott. Um, I guess uh, I guess the one thing that we can talk about um, is in this last week, uh, Israel came under attack again. Um, and they, yeah. you know, significant attack. And, uh, there's also been, you know, if you, if you, if you care about prophecy or any of those kind of things, there's been some interesting things that have been happening lately that are kind of going to set up some of the prophecies that have been mentioned about kind of the setting up kind of the last day war, uh, that's going to happen. And, you know, a lot of people believe mm -hmm. this alliance that's happening between China, Russia, Iran, some of the other uh, Middle Eastern states, that uh, this is kind of a precursor of that, so that we're, you know, we're getting closer and closer. But uh, anyway, you look at it, it's still fascinating to, to look into it and see that this is, this really is the first time in history that all the elements are really close together. And it still could be decades away. It still could be, uh, you know, still could be a hundred years away, but it's just fascinating that we're living in a time where it's actually possible uh, that we're getting 
pretty close to the start of these things. Yeah. And, you know, because just 10 years ago, these alliances and all these things wouldn't have made much sense. Mm -hmm. 10 months ago, <laughs> you know, some of these things wouldn't have made much sense. But now we're at a point where they're starting to make sense and you can see it. And, and we know yeah. that the Bible is totally accurate uh, and we know that it's truthful. And so actually seeing it just reinforces it, but it also just, it's just fascinating. And I know a lot of bad will come from it as far as people, countries that will be attacked and the war itself and, and all of these kind of things. And then of course the Antichrist will rise up and, and all that kind of stuff. But it's still just, I can't help but look at it and just, wow. I'm living in this period. I'm seeing it happen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I think 2000 years ago when Jesus came, you know, they missed it. A lot of, most people missed it. The, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the ones who really should have known the ones who studied and, and really understood the scriptures it was right in front of their face and they weren't even seeing it. And I just, I, I find it interesting that now here we are, a lot of people are not seeing it again. You know, I think along those lines, there's a difference between um, those who aren't seeing it and those who do see it and refuse to accept it. Right. Now, um, I don't know what the percentages are. Yeah. I don't know if the vast majority don't see it, but there's a few. But I do think the more I, I research... Um, history, the Bible, you know, all, all sorts of, I think I've said it on a podcast before. Uh, I'm not sure, but I always remember when I was very young, uh, my dad taught college tool and die, uh, hydraulics and pneumatics. And I remember, I, I don't know. I, I think I've shared this before, but I went up, I was, I was like five and I went up and I read the sign on the door and I said, hydraulics and pneumatics. And when they revealed it, you know, no, it's pronounced pneumatics. I was mad. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was so upset. I got it wrong. And they, my parents were impressed. Oh my goodness. How, you know, he's five and he's already that, you know, but I was, I was like, no, I got it wrong. You know, and I, and, uh, he had a sign up. He had a little, he had a little thing up in his window. Uh, he had his office and then the machine shop out in front of him. And then in the window, between the two had a sign up saying, ignorance can be fixed. Stupidity is forever. Have I, I know I've told you this, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, you told me. Okay, I don't know if I shared this on the podcast before. I probably have. It's been a while since I've heard it though, so I guess I don't know. But I asked him what that meant. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, if you're ignorant, it just means you don't know something. I can correct that. I can tell you uh, what, what is that you're simply unaware of. He said, if I give you the information and you refuse to accept it, that's on you. He said, that's stupidity. He says, now you have the information to correctly move forward and you refuse to use it. He said, I can't do anything about that. That's totally on you. And I think as I read the Gospels, uh, now, some of this is inferred. It's just me. It's just my opinion based on what I'm seeing. Uh, uh, there's, you know, there's a few clues here and there, uh, it, which we could get into the why I think this. But I think a lot of the Pharisees and Sadducees and religious leaders of the time 
knew Jesus was the Messiah. They just didn't want to accept him as the Messiah. Right. I think I think a lot of them saw the prophecies come true, saw that this that was lining up, saw that this was the one, but then heard him preach, then heard, you know, because they wanted Jesus to come in and kick Roman butt. Right. They wanted Jesus to set up an earthly kingdom, put the Jewish nation at the top of the world, and they wanted to rule, and they wanted to dominate, and they right. wanted to they wanted to be the the kings of the earth. And Jesus wasn't here to do that. Well, even his disciples at points said, "Do you want us to bring down fire?" Yeah, you know, exactly. That was the that was what they were hoping for. And and I think um, the Bible says that uh, you know Nicodemus was the first, not the only. Mm -hmm. It says he was the first of the Pharisees to to believe in him. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people were keeping an eye on him. I think a lot of people were talking and going. Oh, in fact, at one point, the Bible does say, you know, they were going, you know, this is the one. He fulfills the prophecies. And still others were going, how could he be the one? What's going on? And there was there was infighting. Right. There, there was argument. There was disagreement. But I think Nicodemus and some, you know, actually came to the point where, yes, this is the Messiah. But I think a lot of people were going, yeah, this is the Messiah. He's got to be the Messiah. But because I don't want him to be the Messiah, I'm going to actively deny it. Well, because he's not going to do what I want him to do. Mm -hmm. He's not going to do... It, it's actually very similar nowadays where we create this Jesus that's all loving without the wrath. Yeah. And, and it's kind of the same thing. So even there's going to be a lot of people that will deny it because that's not my Jesus. My Jesus would only love. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's kind of the same thing we're doing nowadays. It's almost reversed for them. They were wanting the... <laughs> they were almost wanting the wrathful version, yeah. not the uh -huh. not, not the servant. Uh, so it's kind of interesting how we've we've kind of rotated that nowadays. And I think uh, I think we see that in prophecy going forward too, especially end times prophecy. Because when I look back in history, I see a number of occasions throughout history in the last two thousand years where people said, "This is it. Mm -hmm. I figured it out. Jesus is returning." I mean, as early as, you know, the first century, people thought he was coming back. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I, I've, I read stories about how in the 1300s and the 1800s and, you know, several times throughout history, people have said, this is it. Jesus is coming back at this time. You know, wrap everything up. It's going to end. To me, that's ignorance. That's their misreading. They're not understanding. They're not comprehending. Uh, they just simply don't know any better. Right. The closer we get to it actually happening and the more things start to fall, the more I see an active, you know what, I don't care. I, I, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm, you know, um, I've, been, I've been looking at this for 20 years. Everyone's wrong. Everyone's screwed up. This is just a big, uh, a big mess. And I'm not dealing with it anymore. You know, I'm just I'm just walking away from the whole thing. I do see that attitude yeah. prevalent a lot more. Yeah, we have actually we have a close friend that is that, is that way. I've had conversations, and and I just innocently was talking about my own study and something in it, and I got kind of like chewed out. Like I don't even want to hear about it. You know, uh -huh. I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And, but you're right. I do see that. Um, and I think and I think that's why a lot of people 
um, have even lost their faith, um, you know, because it, it, it was supposed to happen and it didn't happen. Someone told them it was supposed to happen mm -hmm. and it didn't happen. Yeah. And, you know, and, and where I am at now in my relationship with him, it's, it's I, I don't have those doubts. I mean, it's his will, let it be, you know. Yeah. But I even if I personally had, had moments where I've gone, well, why hasn't it happened yet? You know, it, it should have happened by now. Look at, uh -huh. look at what's going on, you know. COVID happened, or shoot, we might have to edit that out because even mismentioning that word again on YouTube, you're getting in trouble. Uh, but, um, um, but oh my God. I, I know, I know, I hate it. I hate that, it. That is so ridiculous, but you know what? That in and of itself is, is a sign of the times. Yeah. The, of the stupidity. Uh, but anyway, but you know, that was happening and, and, and it's like, okay, this is, this has got to be getting really close then. And then, you know, now we're continuing on. It's been a couple years, you know, things are settling down from that, but now we've got the, 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 the wars and rumors of wars happening and they do match pretty close to other things. So now it's like, okay, it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be now. And if it's not, then I'll, I'll go back to my just you know, waiting. But for me, it's not necessarily even waiting. It's just an anticipation. And I can't help but get excited when I see stuff like this, because it does make me go, oh, it's getting, it's getting close. It's, it's got to be. Um, but I'm at a point where I don't get disappointed if it, if it doesn't, right. know, if it's not going to happen tomorrow. That's fine. Uh -huh. I want it. I want, cause, cause I want that. I want that restoration. I want, I right. want to see my Messiah. I want, I want to I want to be getting to that point where we're 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 getting to that millennial reign and then we're gonna be able to just have that final hurrah and then that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, God will be with us and it'll just be it'll function correctly again. It'll be perfect. Yeah. It'll be you know, it's to me that is just more exciting than anything else uh, that could possibly happen. So it's just this ex excitement. And I think also, um, just the, the more I studied, the more I realized there are things that God has warned us about. There are things that God has given us a heads up on, but very rarely, and I can't, I can't even think of a specific instance, uh, uh, does he ever say like, on this date at this time, right. this is going to happen. Uh, maybe there is. But everything in the Bible is set up to get us to trust him. Everything is watch and wait. Now recognize when I come or when I act, I will, I'm advising you ahead of time what to expect. So when you see it, you'll know it's me. Right. But, because uh, like even, even think about the Jericho. You know, he said on the seventh day, the walls will fall. So they had a time, right? Well, they didn't have, you know, he, what he said was you march around the city seven days on the seventh day, march seven times and then shout and, and yell and you'll see my hand at work. You know, so they knew they had a general timeline, but even then did they, you know, they didn't have stopwatches. They didn't go, <laughs> right. okay, it's going to take us this long to get around the city seven times. We expect it, you know, and, and even then, when they did that and they shouted, I wonder what they were expecting to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, did they know exactly 
how it would play out. All they were they what happens to Jericho by the walls uh, falling, you know, they were just aware after it happened, they go, Oh, so this That's, was God. <laughs> right. This was got what God was doing. Um, I think a lot of a lot the Bible teaches us to be watchers. The Bible teaches us to pay attention. Uh, the Bible, everything about the way God sets things up teaches us to say, uh, uh, I'm going to continually draw close to you, God. I'm going to continually keep my eye on you. I'm going to continually put my faith in you. I'm going to continually seek you. And as he moves, we recognize it. Um, I, there, I, I can't really think of specific instances where, you know, it says like, okay, at 3.58 p.m. on March 17th of 2025, you are going to go to this address, right. and this specifically is going to be said, and this is what's going to happen. No, we just have, uh, you know, wait for me. Wait for me. Well, God, what's going to happen? Wait for me. Just wait. Okay, God. Uh, now, can I know? Just wait. March 17th, 2024 comes, and he's like, get up, get in your car, and go. Where am I going? Just go. You know, and we just have that, you know, I mean, he, he moves that way. Right. It's, you know, so, and we show up at the right time, at the right moment, as he's guiding us. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. I, before the whole Russia invaded Ukraine situation, I had a really intense dream about an invasion of Israel from Russia forces, Russian forces. Mm -hmm. And then shortly after that, the invasion of Ukraine happens. And I didn't, I didn't pay any attention to Russia and Ukraine. Like, <laughs> you know, right. I wasn't paying any attention to Russia. My fascination's always been with Israel. If I paid attention to anything, it was with them. So then I had this this intense dream, and then shortly after, Russia invades Ukraine. And so I thought, maybe God was showing me that, but he just put Israel in the place of Ukraine. But then it occurs to me that multiple times, and it, you can have one prophecy that's for multiple events that are similar mm -hmm. throughout history. And so it made me go, maybe he was telling me, you know, Russia is going to, is going, it has plots against Israel, which we know they do. They, they have a plan against Israel, and that's still coming, but they start here. And it's a very similar kind of, you know, situation. And so I just find that interesting that you can, you can have one prophecy, but it can be fulfilled multiple yeah. multiple times oh yeah and i've even just experienced that with my own crazy god dream that was you know super intense mm -hmm. and uh so then it goes okay well uh now we're talking about russia and they're very much uh getting into this into this uh agreement with all these countries and of course they have a, they all have plots against israel and the united states but Mm -hmm. primarily Israel, um, especially, yeah. especially Iran. So it's just interesting that, you know, I, I, I was confused. Like you show me them invading Israel, but then they invaded Ukraine. Right. You know, it was just kind of this weird 
situation, but now I see that it can still be both. Or uh-huh. it could just be, yes, they invaded Ukraine, but they also just have plots going on. And the timing of your dream uh, could have been knowing that that would strengthen your faith. Like, uh, like imagine if you'd had that dream 10 years ago, and you're like, what? <laughs> really? Russia's not an aggressive force. I mean, for a while there, it looked like Russia had just kind of backed off and said, you know what? We're going to chill out. Yeah. You know, nothing's happening. Um, the fact that you had that dream right before the whole Ukrainian situation Pretty soon could just be, you know, God saying, I, I told, you know, I let you know this is going to happen. Now, because I, I haven't had your dream. I haven't had word from God saying it's prophecy or whatever. But I'm saying if, if that's from God, it could be the timing is such that now you see, oh, that that nation is actively doing stuff. That nation is working in this manner. Um, this, this could be, uh, setting up what's to come, right? Or it just shows you that they are capable, you know, uh, rather than, like I said, 10, 20 years ago, if you'd had that dream, what, seriously? <laughs> right. What, what are they going to do? You know? Well, and, like, I never had a fascination with Russia, like, because, uh-huh. because they really had been, you know, in, in, in my lifetime, we've not really had that many problems, yeah, with them. We've always had this this balance of diplomacy going on and whatnot, but we've never I wasn't alive for the whole, you know, we're going to the whole Cold War and the nukes and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So that wasn't alive in the 60s when it was people were actually scared. Right. I I grew up in the I was born in 1970, so I was on the tail end of it. So Russia was like to, to the United States of America, Russia felt like the antagonist of a movie we were in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it never truly felt to me like a, a war was inevitable, but it felt like it felt like two nations just kind of growling at each other. Yeah. Like two dogs saying, uh, this is my yard. No, this is my yard. And a chain link fence between them, you know, uh, and uh just barking and growling and and basically saying, I'm the tough guy, don't you come over here. You know, oh no, I'm telling you not to come over here. You right. know, and and it just it, it kind of felt like roll your eyes at both of them, you know, guys, both of you, just chill out. You know, that to me, that that's just my feelings on the whole thing growing up. I was never honestly scared. Right. But but yeah, I did catch the tail end of that. And then when it seemed like Russia just kind of went, you know what? We went bankrupt trying to do all this. We we quit. Just you know, go ahead, do whatever. We're done. Just yep. and and it felt like the whole world just kind of breathed a sigh of relief and just said, "Okay, that's done. What's the next thing?" And and almost forgot about it. Right, which probably is how we got into the situation we're in now, mm-hmm. because you know the most of the <laughs> most of the NATO countries and us were doing business with Russia to a yeah. point where now. Were kind of in trouble because we were giving them so much business. They were giving us so much product. So now we're trying to figure out where to get it from, you know, Um, rather than being diligent and, you know, keeping an eye on that. Uh, But yeah, no, I just, I just found that interesting. And and these are thoughts that are just been coming to me while we've been talking. So like I said, nothing was pre-planned. So (laughs) yeah, but, uh, but no, I just last week, uh, pretty intense. Over a thousand missiles once again launched into Israel. Mm-hmm. Their Iron Dome, uh, uh, you know, took care of most of them. Um, 
they, there was a, immediately they were trying to uh, skew that uh, Israel was the, uh, the aggressor and they killed, you know, Palestinian children and, and all of this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if you actually look into it, Palestinians launched missiles, but the terrorists, I shouldn't say the, Pal the terrorists launched missiles and they landed on their own people. Yeah. But, you know, they then will try to, you know, you don't want to ruin a good, you don't want to ruin a bad, you know, situation by, by saying, oh, it was us. You yeah. can get pity for that. So, you, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you, you say, oh, they did. They killed this, this child. And, and it's, mm -hmm. it's sad that they even do that. But, but no, Israel, uh, once again, very, one of the most moral armies on the face of the earth. They do their best. Um, but that Iron Dome, you know, is, is, <laughs> we, we follow Amir. We talked about him many, many times. Uh, he posted a thing not too long ago. He was actually very, very disappointed with Israel uh, because they had said, you know, they basically boasted their own, you know, the Iron Dome and us and our superiority. We were able to stop 99% of the missiles that come in. And Amir was just, was just livid because he was like, no. God, God miraculously stopped a thousand missiles from, you know, there was no injuries, there was no, you know, mm -hmm. that's God. Give credit where it's due, and I think that the Iron Dome is one of the one of the ways that uh, that God does protect that country, those people. You know, mm -hmm. I, just, I just find that I find all of that interesting, uh, but yeah, it's true. We should thank God that miraculously, that many missiles coming in. Mm -hmm. And they either overshoot, undershoot, or they're taken out by the by the Iron Dome, which is just, it, if you really look at it, it is, it is kind of a miracle. And yeah. uh, I do think it's pretty cool. I think, um, I do think it's um, a precursor to the miracle that will happen that the Bible talks about, of mm -hmm. a final event coming in and God saving them right. from utter destruction. Um, but I, again, I think that is another element uh, of this whole thing you, you were talking about is, you know, the end times and what's coming and who's ignorant and who's uh, stupid, who's just avoiding it and who just doesn't know any better. Um, how many, and this, this is a specific example uh, I want to think of, like the Bible says that the, um, the, the sacrifices have to take place again. On the Temple Mount. Right. A hundred years ago, Israel didn't even exist as a nation. Right. You know, well, not, then Israel becomes a nation. Oh, wow. Hey, that, that's, that's one step closer, right? You know, that's one thing down. Uh, well, yeah, but they don't have Jerusalem. Well, then they get Jerusalem. Oh, wow. That's another, you know, I mean, we keep getting closer and closer and closer. Um, and there, there's like, uh, I read this article one time that said there's like, it pointed out a list of like 78 things that have to happen in order for that prophecy to come true. Right. And I remember like one of them was there was this particular unique. Now, I could be messing this up because I'm going by memory off an article I read like 10 years ago. Uh, but the one that jumped out at me was there was a particular blue dye that they used in those ceremonies that they have not had for centuries because there's a fish that that 
makes that that they used to make that dye that they thought was extinct and there's no way they could reproduce it exactly the way they needed it for those things they have rediscovered the fish right you know and and found out it's not extinct and only recently i i say like 10 years ago now i i don't know exactly what it was but there's it's like there's another marker down you know on this list of things that have to happen and i think the point that we're kind of trying to make is a lot of people 20, 50, 100, 200, 1,000 years ago who were saying Jesus is returning saw one marker go down. Yeah. And went, that's it. That's it. I, There we go. And I know we've discussed this kind of thing yeah. before. What you and I are saying is the markers are dropping. Yeah. We're, we're, we're to a place where, you know, like this list of 78 things, let's say, you know, had to happen. You know, Israel becomes a nation. Okay, there's one, but it's still one out of 78, you know, whatever. Okay, they get Jerusalem. Well, there's another one. They get this ink. There's another one, you know, uh, a particular type of heifer. Uh, I think they've rebreed, they've, they've bred them. They've bred them. I even and, saw, you know, I even saw an article not too long ago about the, the showbread. Apparently there was a special preparation or a recipe or something to do with the showbread. Mm -hmm. And they had lost that. Yeah. But they have found it recently. And they found it. The Ark of the Covenant has been rediscovered. Right. You know, I mean, there's so many things. It's like we used to have two or three things on the list. Now, out of this list of 78, we're, we're up to like 72. You know, it's like only a couple more things. All, all you and I are saying is we're that much closer. Right. We're, we're to a point, you know, we're not date setting. No. We're not, we're not sitting here going, it's going to happen tomorrow. We're just looking at the markers, which is what I was saying earlier. We're watching. And as the markers fall, we're going, that's God. That's God moving. Uh, the prophecy says this. We are that, we're that much closer because this thing has fallen. Well, and it could be that 77 markers go down, but that last one could be 10 years away. Exactly. It could be 15 years away. You know, uh -huh. it's, it's just, it, it's... But 50 years ago, when there were only two markers down... We should be going, hey, guys, calm down. Calm down. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, yes, another marker's gone down, but we've got 76 to go. Come on. You Paul, know? Paul had to send people back to work because they were stopping. They, uh -huh. were, they, they, were, they quit because it's coming. It's going to be any day. Yeah. And, uh, and that was, you know, only so years after. So it's like both sides of the coin. You know, uh, uh, Peter was saying, you know, don't, don't blow it off. Mm -hmm. You know, I gave a warning to those who said don't. Don't just treat it like it's stupid and walk away. Uh, and and like Paul said, hey, guys, it's not tomorrow. Get back to work. There are markers that have to fall. There are prerequisites to the return of the Messiah that have not happened. Yeah. We should be watching for them. We should be preparing uh, and we should be desiring him to come mm -hmm. right away. We should not be ignorant of them. We should be aware of what those markers are and be watching for them. But that's all we should be doing is watching and waiting and listening and obeying. Well, and God gave us brains and he actually does want us to use them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, logically, if, if, if you look at it and it's not, if you're, if you're letting your emotion get it take overtake the logical part of you, then maybe that's when you go back to getting into the word and, and, and really looking at it. Yeah. Because God does want us to... I think I think personally it's gotta be a good mix. If you go too far yeah. with your emotions, I totally agree. Then you're gonna end up, you know, in the, in some Christian mysticism or you know, you're gonna end up 
following mm -hmm. every little feeling and thought or not thought that you have, and it'll lead you down the wrong path. But if you go too logical, you'll miss out on the relationship part of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also super important. So it's, it's always that fine balance of, uh, uh, and then, then of course it's always, if you're lost, if you, if you think you, you don't know where you are, then it's always just go back to his word and see what his word has to say. But yeah. I personally think it's gotta be that fine balance. And I personally tend, uh, convict myself here. I personally tend to go to the emotional side probably more than I should. So sometimes I have yeah. to reel myself back in uh -huh. and go back to the books, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, even think about it this way, too. What if, in my mind, I could put it together perfectly? I could look at all the clues. I could go, oh, my goodness, ten and a half years. I'm making that number up. Ten and a half years, and it's all coming down. This starts, which triggers this, which triggers this, and boom, this is going to happen in this exact order, and I know what's going to happen. But what I don't see is I'm going to have a heart attack and die in four. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I, uh, what was the point? You know, well, there's still a point. And, and, and this is what I say to everyone. There was a point in people watching and waiting and knowing 500 years ago who were not going to be here for the whole Armageddon, Jesus returning thing. And you know, there was no possible way. But there was still, uh, it was still important for their faith to know it was guaranteed he is coming back. Right. Even if it's not going to be in my lifetime, um, he promised it. He said it. This is a guarantee that, that we can put in the bank. Uh, we can put our, our trust in him, and it's an absolute certainty that he's he's got this. Uh, uh, even if I'm going to heaven tomorrow, I mean, this body's just going to, I'm going to go to sleep tonight. I'm not going to wake up. Uh that's going to happen. I'm still going to see it. I'm still going to be a part of that. I'm just going to see it from the other side. Right. You know, um, so there is value, uh, even if it's not going to happen in our lifetime. Like I said, even if you say, well, it's going to happen in 10 years, that's within our lifetime. Well, it's in, within the lifetime for some of us on the planet. Right. But within 10 years, a lot of people are going to die anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's still that value in knowing he's got this. It's all in his hands. Well, and I think, I think one of the big reasons why uh, we were told all of this and we were given this promise is because we're also supposed to live joyful lives. Yeah. So we can have the joy because we know that his promises will mm -hmm. come to fruition, whether it's tomorrow or 10 years or 100 years. It doesn't matter. We can still have the joy now because we do know it's going to happen. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people, um, and I'm guilty of this too, but a lot of us get caught up on the, the when, the how, the, you know, the, the why, uh, is it, is it tomorrow? Is it the next day? We forget to have the joy in the moment. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, you're been, absolutely right. You know, I've been very guilty of that. No, we need to have that mix. Like you're talking about, we can't go too far one way. We can't go too far the other way. We can't be so obsessed with, the date and the time and the facts and the specifics that we lose the joy, but we can't get so caught up in the joy that we're not paying attention to any of that. When God is telling us he wants us to pay attention to that, right. that we're just going, yeah, whatever happens, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. I trust you, God. Okay. Then trust me. I want to guide you here. Yeah. Whatever, God. See you later. And we, we, sometimes we have that reaction too. Right. We're going, I trust God and I love God and I'm just going to live my life the way I want. 
And God's going, well, the way I want you to live your life is to go here, do this, study this, do this. And we're just going, yeah, God, see ya. And you're absolutely right. We've got to have that mix. We've got to have a healthy mix of both. We, uh, we've got to be honestly seeking, honestly watching uh, for what he wants us to do and where he wants us to go and what he wants us to learn. Right. And the whole time, we've we've got to just have that faith and love and joy that he's got us then, future, future tense, and right now. You know, and, and it's all an adventure. Yeah. Well, and, that, and I think that's what I get excited about is the fact that it is an adventure. And then when I do hear something, something that, you know, in my mind goes, oh, that's a step. That's one of those things. Falling. It's one of the mm -hmm. uh, one of the check marks. It it does. It actually it really excites me. Uh, and I and, and, and I do kind of consider it an adventure in a way, you know, because it's like I, I, I I'm thankful I, you know, I used to, I used to consider myself to be what I call an old soul, and, and I would say, man, I wish I had been around a uh -huh. hundred years ago or even longer. Like, you know, I, I don't yeah. feel like I'm in the right place. But the more that my relationship and the more that I read and the more that I see, I'm actually now completely the other way around. I'm overwhelmed that God put me in this moment in this time that I get to see all of this. And I'm incredibly thankful for it. You know, I used yeah. to be like, I don't want to be here. I wanted to be 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, no, I want to be here. Because this is exciting. This is this is an adventure. And I'm and just, uh, I'm sometimes, you know, just, God, thank you for putting me in this time. Because I am enjoying it. I, I, I am enjoying seeing the things going on. And if I died tomorrow and I got to see it from the other side... I'd be even more joyful, but right. <laughs> but if I have to see it from this side, there's still that excitement. There's still that what is what's going to happen tomorrow, and it's mm -hmm. not and it's not always good stuff. I mean, talking about these three major countries that have that yeah. that don't like Israel and they don't like us, uh, you know, that can be scary. Uh, yes, you know, and 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 the fact that. Uh, that the Iran especially really up really uh, uh, upping their uh, their um, centrifuges and really making enough material that they're the, 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 they're very nuclear actually last report I think they have enough material to make several nuclear weapons at this point and I they by their own admission words that they have said as soon as they can they will attack Israel and mm -hmm. then the United States. You know, so it's, it's, yeah, that's a scary prospect, uh -huh. but that's where the faith part comes in too. You know, you can do yeah. whatever you want to my body. It doesn't matter because then I'll just see it from the other side and I'll still have my joy. You know, it'll be a greater joy, Yeah, but, but it can still be scary when you think about it. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not excited for the pain for the, for, for nations against nations for the, the horrendous uh, ways that we hurt each other and, yeah. and, and, and the innocent people that are caught in between. Um, you know, because even, we have to remember, there's, even if we consider them to be our greatest enemy, there are still people in those countries that are not our enemy. They're just mm -hmm. innocent people. They just trying to take care of their families, just trying to have a life, just trying to survive, just like we do. And even 
even the people making the decisions in government mm -hmm. and, and in the terrorist organizations and in the religions and in the wherever that are doing harmful things and hating and actively going out mm -hmm. there and doing evil, God is still calling to them. Yep. Even those people are not our enemy. It's the, dece it's the deceivers behind them. Yep. The people who have fooled them. God is still... I remember... Um, I'm not trying to get political here, but there's there's a lot that I believe the present administration in the United States of America has done evilly. Oh, I mean, you 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 could say you could say not just mistakenly, not just a bad idea, but it, flat out evil. Yeah. Um, and I was I was listening to I think it was Troy Black. It might have been someone else. I, I mentioned Troy Black several times on the podcast. Um, and again, I'll say if you haven't checked him out. Go look him up. I wholeheartedly say, go there, uh, check him out. Uh, it's, it'll really encourage your faith. Uh, but anyway, uh, I think he was just mentioning something about God gave him a word uh, about President Biden and how he's like he's still trying to reach him. Yeah. And he's still and he's talking about pray for him. He's he's still trying to, you know, by he's still trying to get Biden. He's still trying to get his soul. He still he still loves him. Mm -hmm. He's still calling to him. He's still reaching for him. And I know a lot of people who are of that camp that they just can't forgive. They hate, uh, and and they they just can't see uh, that that God would want to forgive him. That God would care. Not just him. That's just a, that's a specific. Specifically, Troy Black had that word that God was still calling out to him. So I, that's why I brought him up. Right. There's a lot of people, many nations, many groups, that 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 many people would feel just like if they were in my yard and I had a weapon, I would kill them dead. Well, in our and, own communities, yeah. there are people that will say, you know, well, he murdered somebody, so, you know. So we, it's we, right we, and justifiable to just, just go kill him. Right. You know, and we, it's, it's so easy to lose sight of the fact that they are a prodigal son that, that the father wants back. Right. Uh, because we usually don't see that we're just as bad. Mm -hmm. And he wanted us back too. Well, that, I've talked about this lots of times, but it's, that, it's because we put, we put levels on sin. Mm -hmm. this, this level is worse than this level. This level is not so bad. I mean, you, a couple white lies here aren't going to hurt anybody, right? Mm -hmm. But you murder somebody, that's bad. That goes way up here. But to God, it's all the same. Yeah, if you done if you committed one of them, you committed all of them. We all justify you know? ourselves in our own eyes. Yes, we all proclaim that we are good, and God has said that there are none who are good. And I know I've said this before. Again, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but the thief says, or the the liar says, well, at least I'm not a thief. The thief says, well, at least I'm not a rapist. Right. The rapist says, well, at least I'm not a murderer. The murderer says, well, at least I'm not a liar. You know, I mean, it just, it goes around. I mean, I remember there's, there's some, um, there's some verses in the Bible and I wish I had that again, this is unexpected. Just bring it up. I, I don't have the verse written down top of my head, 
but there's one that is listing sins. And it lists lying, number one, uh, uh, is like uh, God's talking about, you know, uh, the these horrible people. There's the liars, the murderers, and then it keeps going. And someone brought up one time said, why did God put lying first? Why are the liars top of the list and murderers second? Right. And I said, well, with a weapon, you can kill one person. But with a lie, you can kill a million. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I've always remembered that. Just say, um, how many of us, how many of us honestly just, you know, how many lies have we told in our life? Countless. Yeah, we can't, we can't keep track. Mm -hmm. But we don't consider that a big deal. Right. Honestly. You know, uh, but how many people's lives have been seriously affected, uh, even ended by those lies? Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm, I, I guess I won't go further into that. Just, well, and, and just on a, on a personal level, lies have ruined families. They've ruined mm -hmm. relationships. They've ruined, uh, your chance to be successful in some way. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a bigger deal than we, that we, that we make it out to be, but yeah, everybody proclaims their own good. The scripture even says this, everybody proclaims their own good, but God knows that there is none who are good uh -huh. and, uh, only God is good. And so, you know, we just, we do, we, we, we put these, these levels out there, but it just at the end of the day, doesn't matter. The verse is something like, you know, liars, adulterers, murderers all have a place in in, in the fire, you know, so there's something along those lines. And yeah. Yeah, and, and liars is first. Uh, I mentioned it before, but Ray Comfort does his his uh, mm -hmm. street preaching and not really preaching. He he he's reaching out to ministry. People. His yeah. yeah yeah and e evangelism. And I suppose you could say it's one of the things he does. Is he he you know he he, always, he starts out with, are you a good person? You know, and everyone, everyone, of course, says, yeah. And he's like, well, I'm going to put that to the test. And then he goes through, you know, how many lies have you told in your life? Oh, uh, well, countless. Well, what do you call someone who tells lies? You know, and they, and they still try to, you know, wishy-wash it. You know, and it's like, no, you call them a liar. You know, he, he's, uh -huh. he's trying to convict them so that they understand that they are, you know, they are proclaiming their own good but they are just like the rest of us and then they'll go and you know have you have you ever looked at someone with lust in your heart you know he, he goes through the whole list not the whole list but he goes through and then you know afterwards they'll be like well you've committed six of the you, you know you've broken six of the uh of the commandments you know and then sometimes even right then they'll be like they'll, they'll you know they'll they'll uh you know they'll like uh, curse god or something in the moment you know, because it's just something that we naturally do. And he's like, well, now you've just done number, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, it's just, it, it, when they get it, it I, I love watching the videos when they get it. I've seen him bring some people to tears because they got it. Uh -huh. and, I, and, I, and I know that they, that, that they got convicted. And I, and I personally have been in that position myself. And so it makes me so happy to see the wins when, when somebody gets it. Then there's the other, the extreme other side where they'll curse him out and call him a fake, 
you know, like, cause, cause now they're messing with their, their idol version of God and they're messing with yeah. their own opinion of themselves. And, uh, you know, so you have both extremes, but I, I personally, I love it when I see someone, you know, really just stop and go, Oh, they're able to, get, he's able to get through, they're seeing the convictions. And then that, that, that makes me feel good that that person has probably just done the first step <laughs> to their journey. And I really, and it's, it's often those ones where then I'll pray because it's like, I, I want that person to not stop. I don't want him to go back the other way. I want him to continue on and, and their journey. Cause that's what I did. And I've gotten to this point, so I know it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, is this that, that end moment? I, I kind of, my brain just went, <laughs> I'm done. I, uh, but, but is there something else? Did we just hit that moment or, or I don't want to end you prematurely or whatever. No, that's probably, that's probably good. Like I said, we didn't have anything ready beforehand. And so when I, I do enjoy when that happens though, because you know, this is proof yeah. <laughs> that a good conversation, it, it came from somewhere and it wasn't from us. So I, yeah, I, you know, Brad can tell you, I, I, I've said, every, I keep going, one of these days, we're going to go five minutes in, we're going to go, you know what, we really got nothing, nothing's happening, let's just delete this video, <laughs> right. let's just not even put put it out, nothing's happening, and I went into this one going, this might be the day, I just, you know, I just feel like nothing's going on, and then it just comes. Well, and, and, and um, I mean, I don't know if people care, but personally, for me, like, oh, we didn't, we didn't talk last, we didn't have a podcast last week. Just because your work schedule is different, and I was uh, uh -huh. sleep training my babies, and I, and I, I was, I was like, you know what, Scott, I'm tired and I'm cranky. Uh -huh. You know, I don't know if I'm going to put, be putting my best self out there if I do it this week. You know? Right. Because I'm tired and I'm cranky. I was getting very little sleep, and and so we just we just uh, skipped, and then. You know, we come to this week, and I was once again kind of feeling a little guilty because didn't really have anything good to go. wasn't wasn't really ready. Uh, same thought process, uh, conversation. But I'm starting I'm starting to put the faith into it that it's going to work because we've done this the last three anyway. I think we've done the same thing. Conversation we got here. We didn't really have much prepared, and then something pops in my head at the <laughs> you know at the right moment. And, and that, that can't be me because I'm not that intelligent, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, but anyway, uh, no, this, this is a good place. I just, I just, I do love it when that happens because that can also be a testament that there's something else going on here, which, which I appreciate. So. Cool. Well, in that case. Well, thanks for joining us uh, again. Yeah. Um, I haven't said it in a while. Um, we are on the YouTube and all the other sites. Uh, please like, subscribe if you want to. Um, we're not going to force you, but it, uh, it, it really does help. Um, and it, it is, it's totally cool. Uh, we would appreciate it. Like and subscribe to the service. It, it, it's cool. But I guess kind of what we're feeling like, if you like and subscribe to that service, it means a lot more. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it definitely it, helps us out. It, but more important, um, uh, if even forget the whole social media and all that stuff, 
don't like and subscribe, but prayer is, is greatly appreciated. Yeah. I mean, That's what I said. <laughs> like and subscribe that, that. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it really is. And, and uh, as always, um, if you need prayer warriors in your corner, you know, just they're on the website. You can, you can do it in secret if you want to. Um, or yeah. post a comment or send us an email or anything that you want uh, and we'll be prayer warriors for you too. And I know we've said this before, but it's worth repeating. Uh, I, I just I pray for each one of you that you have someone uh, right now or if you don't have someone right now, you are able to find someone quickly that loves and supports you joyfully in your search. Uh, because as we've said before, you know, some of these things can be so exciting when it's you and me talking about it and we're in God's presence and we we're looking forward to what's coming, but it can be so terrifying and depressing when you're in other circles and right. you know what's coming and you know, they're going to die and they're going to fall and, and you just see what's coming. Uh, so, Hey, yeah, sh shoot us up a prayer request and we will, we will definitely pray for you. But um, even more than that, uh, I hope you've got someone with you that you can discuss this kind of thing with. That you can talk about how messed up we are. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, as long as you guys are honestly seeking God and encouraging each other in that. You need someone there with you. If you have no one, Definitely send us a prayer request. Uh, we will be that person as much as we can, and we will pray that you have someone there with you that, that shows up to, to help you out. It is so helpful. Absolutely. And uh, I've, I've talked about it before. I'll be very quick, but that worked for me. I said a prayer asking for uh, accountability partner, someone that, that would be that person for me, and I got Scott. And that's a, it's one of those prayer miracles that I've seen in my own life that I, that I can show and, and, and it, it did happen. And I think that's pretty cool. So um, it would be, if, if, if we can be that for you too, that would be quite an honor. Yeah. So, you know, please, if, 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 if that's something that, uh, that you're, that you're lacking, you just want somebody to talk to, uh, please feel free, reach out. Uh, we will be here for you. Um, but we also hope that people will pray for us because we do need it as well, especially with everything that's going on as the markers fall one by one. Yeah. Uh, we really, we really need to be coming together. There can't really be division. Uh, we we got to get to a point where there's no, uh, well, just because you believe that and I don't, we, we're divided. We really got to get to a point where we're all able to kind of just forget about theology and all that and just be together and, and, and yeah. go through this together. Um, Cause I do think that's what God wanted for us too. I think he wants us to not be alone. He wants uh -huh. us to be where we're, we're two or more are gathered, but where I just, I, I see it even more and more and more, just the amount of power that that can have. And so mm -hmm. anyway, uh, I think we've, I think we've explained that well, <laughs> but, um, as always, um, I'm Brad. And I'm Scott. And this is not about us.